and welcome to the Big Fat Fintech Quiz of the Year. I'm Joy McKnight, back again for some Fintech quizzing. We're into October, the nights are drawing in, and we're preparing for a scare fest. Yep, that's right, Money 2020 and Cybos happened in the same time. Fintech Finance's own Ali Patterson was the only person to attend both, flying over 25,000 miles in one week. And we've got some other jet setters with us today. Over on my right, we have... Uh, Ross Gallagher, delivery lead from 11FS. Damien Bell, uh, head of business development for Signatize. And Torsten Devine, deputy head of FinTech at Invest Hong Kong. Okay, and what have you decided is the name for your team? We've gone for the very catchy FinTech Hysteria. FinTech Hysteria. I like it, I like it. Beat that, Nigel Walsh. <laughs> and on my left-hand side... Uh, Nigel Walsh, partner with Deloitte, focusing on the wonderful world of InsurTech. Ed Adze Grant, a bottom line, I'm the general manager of payments. And Julian Cork from Lambay Partners, I'm the COO. Okay, and the name of your team? Prepared and Confused. Confused. Oh, nice one. I like it. And so on with the show. We start with a story from WorldPay about the rise of contactless payments. The report that out of all payments made in the UK, nearly half of them are made using a contactless card or device. This is a question, but what region of the UK has seen the biggest growth in contactless payments over the last year? Okay, you can talk to each other, confer, you have a few moments. Well, London might be a bit too obvious. CFL was the big trigger, but maybe that's already saturated. Was it oh, rural? good point. Somewhere rural. Um, recently. The northeast. Where they've pulled out loads of banks. Do we go Manchester? Do we go Scotland? Do we go... Fintech Hysteria. What's your answer? We're going to go with the northeast. Okay. We got our bases covered because we've just gone for the north, so we're going to win. Well, I have to say, I don't think you can get a point for that. The answer is Northern Ireland. Oh. Oh. A 48% rise in all forms of contactless and a whopping 166% increase in mobile contactless. Yeah. Uh, fashion retailers have seen the biggest shift with a 415% increase year on year. Does that surprise you? Mm, that is surprising. You know, it's very interesting. I'm writing something right now for the January issue on The Banker about, you know, the future of cash or the move to the cashless society. You know, like how far it's are we going? It's got no future. Sorry? It's got no future, it's gone, it's out of the... Like cash, yeah, gone. 100%. Oh, Apart yeah. from my kids that are putting money into Metrobank's little magic mic machine, which they love. <laughs> no more apps for kids, that's what I say. But they were trying big issue um, sellers with uh, contactless payments. So, you know, yeah. I, I, think, I think some of those kind of cash-driven things are now moving out significantly. So. The same is true for charities as well, right? Yeah. I think the fashion retailer's point is interesting because if you're looking, if you're talking specifically about someone like Topshop, it appeals to a specific demographic and typically what those purchases will be under £30 or less. So that does make sense. How is your last Topshop purchase, Ross? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> so the way we make payments is changing, and WireX has added fuel to this by making what big announcement in October? I don't know who they are. WireX. WireX is just the website that reports it, like FinExtra. Yeah. Um, some sort of weird cashless payments without you can. No, I've no idea. I've no clue who they are. Or payments over Twitter. What big or announcement may, did they may, make? Maybe some, some regulator said it's okay for blockchain or something? Okay, I think you're going to have to make a guess. We'll go first with this team. I have no clue. Social media payments. Not quite. 
What's your answer? What did, they said social media payments. Yeah, we, we like to go wide. It's neither confirm or deny it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I'm just going to go slightly more broad and just say P2P payments. All right. Uh, well, they're launching uh, the WireX prepaid card. Uh, uh, the card service uh, will allow US-based WireX users to top up their cards with uh, US dollars using the four big cryptocurrencies, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and XRP. Okay. That will take so off well. Do you think this is going to really change the market and open up crypto to newcomers? No. Now worth 30% less than it was last time. <laughs> I, there are still significant hurdles in, in many other, it's not going to be one thing that just sort of unlocks the market. Well, I'd say good test and learn case. Let's see what happens. Yeah. We're, I think we're a long way from it being legitimized as a transactional currency. I think it's still just a sort of speculative asset. And we've, we've seen that over the last couple of weeks with the hard fork and how the price has sort of plummeted. So and it's interesting to see how they got through the AML to be able to top up using crypto and turn it into real currency for spending. Yep. That's a challenging area, I think. But more changes are afoot, this time for MasterCard, who announced that they are to remove the signature panel from the back of their cards by 2020. And for some, this is about time. In a poll carried out, what percentages of people said that they hadn't even signed the back of their card? Okay, that's a good one. How, what percentage of people have not signed the back of their card? 30%? No. I'd say it's, I'd say it's more. I'd say it's 45 Cards? You signed your cards? Uh, it's half and half. I reckon it's definitely... I think it's quite a big number. I reckon it's 40%. I think it was say who, don't, who don't drill to sign things, or, or over yeah, 40? because that's what you do, isn't so it's, it? It's going to be the younger demographic who don't sign it, right? Exactly. What percentage of people said they hadn't even signed the back of their card? 31.2. All right, that's very exact. You sound like you really know what you're doing. How, okay. That's the art. How many people, what percentage, said that they haven't even signed the back of their card? 45%. All right. Well, you're both wrong, but you're closer. So it was 60%. And a third of those polls said they didn't even see the point of signing the back of their card. Uh, two thirds said they wanted biometrics to replace signatures and pin codes, a move previously announced by MasterCard at the start of the year. I've not signed mine for years. I always put a smiley face. And people look at me and go, huh? Okay, you never look at it. It doesn't make a difference. When you're in the US and you do have to swipe and sign, do you sign? I still do with a smiley, a, face. With a smiley and they, face. They look at me and they laugh. It's brilliant. It's just brilliant. No one ever checks it. Is this your signature, Mr. Walsh? Uh, that looks like me. So let's play a quick round of Play Your Debit Cards Right. I'll tell you how many people switched away from a current account. You then have to work out if the next bank's switch rate was higher or lower. Uh, so the co op had a net loss of 9,261 from the current account. 9, we go to the next. 261. We're looking at Lloyd's. In terms of net loss, did they, are they higher or lower? They had a higher net They're loss. Higher. higher, I think. Higher, I higher think. Higher because of yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go higher. All right. Higher? You both went higher, so. <laughs> And you're correct, it was higher. Um, they had a net loss of 5,540. 5, so we go from, so we're going from Lloyd's and we're moving on to? Monzo. 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 Definitely gonna be higher. 
they're going to be in positive figures. So Monzo gained more than Lloyd higher. lost. Higher. More gains. Higher. Higher. Unless you count salaried um, um, accounts as opposed to additional accounts. Uh, no, I think we're just going for net. net. So Monzo actually gained 2,702 uh, current accounts. So we're moving on to the next one. Nationwide. Nationwide. It's a classic. So did it win or did it lose? Higher or lower? Is, I think they offer like cash incentives. Yes, yeah. they do. Which probably changes the game a little bit. Okay. So they, did, they have, did they have more than 2,000 people who joined them? What are you saying? We're saying Nationwide gained customers. You're going higher? Yeah. And you're going? Lower. Well, Ooh. it's lower. Oh, yes. So <laughs> Nationwide. No, it's higher. Yay! Yay! Sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> I, I was looking at NatWest, actually. Stolen. How Stolen. many did they get? Uh, so they actually got 34,517. Biggest, biggest mortgage lender out there still, is it? Wow. Or one of the biggest? The last but one. Last but one. Okay. Is it higher or lower? Higher or lower, lower, than, lower than nationwide, right? They've lost. Yeah. They'll be negative yeah. loss yeah. of customers. Yeah. All right. Lower. Lower? Lower. Yeah. All right. Both said lower and it's correct. Yay. They lost it, or it's uh, negative 12,053. 12,053. Um, so the last one. Ulster Bank on all friends. Mm. Higher or lower? They, they, um, they did better, better than, um, yes. better than yeah, higher. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, Torsten, Torsten's on board. Torsten's seal of approval. Higher. Higher? What do you guys what say? Saying? What are we saying? Higher. higher. All right, it's higher, uh, which is uh, the minus 769. Yeah, so it's, they lost people, but still lost less than the 14,000. Yeah. yeah. And finally, as mentioned at the top of the show, October saw Cybos heading to Australia, and amongst the attendees was Dr. Leda Glyptis, my favorite person. And we go to her now for a question. So what do you think was the most used buzzword of Cybos 2018? Oh, wait a minute. I just, we should know this. Should wow. Know this. Biggest buzzword. The biggest buzzword. Uh, Bitcoin. Um, all right, we're coming back. We're going to go for crypto. Crypto. Quantum computing. And the answer is? Quantum. You were an inside track as well. I, well, I didn't. That's the problem. <laughs> Ooh. I'd have to talk to Lena. Quantum computing. Yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. No, you were very, very good there. So Cybus was abuzz with the talk of quantum computing. Quantum computers will eventually allow us to solve problems that are unsolvable today using classical computer systems alone. So that's it. And the winners are? Prepared and confused. Prepared and confused. Well done. Well done. But the real winner is television. <laughs> Before we go, there's just time to hear a little more about our panelists. So what have you been up to and where can we track you down? Thorsten, can we start with you? Yes, thank you. So October, I think, was a month where we had a very good fintech week this year. Uh, with 8,000 delegates, we were able to double the numbers. We had a good delegation from the UK, around uh, 12, 13 companies that were part of the UK DIT 
pavilion, but also part of our booth. Uh, two of the winners were there of our Invest Hong Kong UK FinTech Award. There'll be more next year in January when we'll open the uh, uh, competition up again. Uh, it will be announced in March around the IFGS next year, uh, the winners of our next year's FinTech Award. And watch this space. Look forward to welcoming you in Hong Kong. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, thanks, we've had a, a great year so far, uh, expanding our client base in the Channel Islands. We're one of the UK's uh, only successful blockchain companies with paying clients uh, across the sort of uh, financial services sector. And uh, we look forward to continuing that growth with asset managers, hedge funds and banks. Watch your space. Great, yeah, so 11FS has had a great year. We've, uh, we've launched a bank in partnership with uh, RBS, so that's Metal, an SME retail challenger bank. Um, we've also announced the launch of our core banking platform, so that's Foundry in partnership with DNB. Um, and yeah, I mean, lots of, uh, lots of exciting stuff. We've just moved office, expanded. Uh, you can find us at 11FS team on Twitter. So you can find me at Nigel Walsh on Twitter, uh, co-host on the Insect Insiders uh, podcast, which is great fun. Uh, Deloitte's phenomenal year for us, uh, finance in general, but actually specifically in insurance and insure tech. It's definitely emerging. It's a really exciting time now to truly drive some disruptive plays in the market. So good fun. And? Uh, well, we spent a lot of time uh, around uh, open banking at Bottom Line recently. And uh, cybersecurity is another big topic that we're very busy in. And actually, we just announced down at uh, Cyboss our partnership with Visa on cross-border payments, which you'll see a lot more coming through in 2019. So it's a big year for Lambay in 2018. We hit 100 million lending earlier this year, and then later this year hit 200 million lending. But the thing that you'll probably be um, getting questions about in the December podcast here is about Lambay winning Vital Air Lender of the Year, beating both Lloyd's and Barclays um, just last week. So a huge thanks to all our guests, and I'll leave you with the projection there will be no ATMs left by 2037 and no bank branches by 2041. That's one huge withdrawal. Goodbye. <laughs>